Hello, it's me. Oh, no, I didn't mean to say that. Not hello, it's me. It's not Adele. That's it. hello, it's me. I wouldn't have called a thousand times. I would have called once. Probably not left a message and then just sent you a text or something later. And that would have been it. Probably wouldn't have been worth the song. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. I decided to put up the second part of the Dave Anthony discussion that we had uh, straight after we had the first part, uh, which is the last episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to that. Uh, but I decided we recorded them in a row. Why won't I? I'll just put them up in a row. So, uh, quick plugs. Uh, thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. P A T R E O N slash TOFOP, T O F O P. You can uh, pledge and support the podcast. Uh, if you would like to do that, we're going to add in some more reward levels as we go, but you can support it now and let us know. And uh, basically, the more money that goes, all the money that we raise from is going to go back in the podcast, trying to get uh, TOFOP, TOFOP to be a weekly podcast again. And. Uh, enable me to kind of fly around and do more faux fop episodes and, and squeeze those in as well so basically uh, we're going to put it all into uh, more content for the show more interesting things for us to do we're doing a massive show in melbourne april 7th uh at the melbourne international comedy festival i'll also be doing my show fire at will i plug this all the time so anyway check it out fire at will is coming to a lot of major capital cities in australia not all but uh, a lot at this stage so um check out the details for my new show fire at will uh you can still buy my dvd with luminati or my special uh you can itunes it or uh, google play or i don't know other places you can buy it that'd be good if you did that then they might let me uh you know take take free will and then then i could see yeah, anyway whatever i'd like to do more of them so if you could buy it or share it around or tell people you like it or i don't really know how these things work but it tends to be that if people like them, you get to do them again. So if you like it and you could pass it on, and if you think other people would like it, uh, pass it on to them. Uh, the same with this podcast. Uh, you know, the more the merrier. And uh, still the best way to, for people to find out about it is for you to either leave a rating on iTunes or, uh, you know, tell other people about it. Anyway, that's why we love the Patreon, because it's uh, people who like the po- podcast supporting the podcast. And if you don't uh, have the money to, or if you can't support the podcast, then it's fine. Yeah, we're trying to keep it free and ad-free. So anyway, well, ad-free apart from all my fucking blogs up the top. So here we go. Hong Kong, uh, this week, Wednesday and Thursday night, the 6th and the 7th at the Udder Belly Festival, I will be doing Free Will. Come and see it. That'll be fun. Uh, first time ever doing shows in Hong Kong. So if you know people in Hong Kong, if you have friends in Hong Kong, I know there's some Aussie expats and stuff over there. So if you know people who are over in Hong Kong and might want to touch a home, uh, then they could come and see my show. That'd be cool. Uh, then I'm going to stick around uh, for a few days and check out Hong Kong. Uh, Amy's coming over with me, so it should be really good fun. And uh, so if you've been to Hong Kong before and you have any really good tips, hit us up on the Facebook page and tell me what uh, we should be doing when we're in Hong Kong. But anyway, there you go. Uh, plugs, Patreon, I did that. Uh, my my Fire at Will tour, I've done that. Um, is that it? I think that's most of it. Uh, Charlie has another podcast. It's called That's Awesome. Uh, I have another podcast called Willosophy. We, uh, Charlie and I have Tofop. They are all on separate feeds now. I guess that's the other thing. Some people are still catching up with that. I've had people hit me up and go, oh, I didn't know that Fofop was its own feed now. Um, I guess if you're listening to this right now, you know that Fofop is its own feed now. So you are not really the guys to tell. But if you could tell other... Anyway, whatever. This is a terrible introduction. But it's late and I'm going to Hong Kong tomorrow and I've been working hard today. And yes, I may have started drinking. So uh, anyway, look, uh, to be honest, in this podcast, I'm a little bit tired as well. So this energy is really getting you kind of in the vibe for for where it goes there's a little bit of me going mad towards the end of this i hope you enjoy it and uh we'll be back again soon Cheers. the following episode of fofop is classified ma it contains some coarse language some nudity drug references a sex scene time travel terrible batman impersonations a charlie clausen pronounced clausen shaped hole and mild coarse language fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15 and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Topop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson. Uh, I guess... Charlie Clawson, Dave Anthony is still here. I mean, this will come out several days later, but uh, you are still here, is the right. point. Uh, we've just recorded a podcast, we've got another cup of tea, and I've put a hot water bottle behind my back like I'm on my period. <laughs> so, 
yeah. getting in touch with my feminine side. Well, you know what? Uh, this is an older ladies podcast. Yeah. Well, you and, know what uh, the thing is? That, well, not an older ladies podcast, Dave, because I would have been through the change. That is if true. If I'm an older lady, that I'm is still getting, Are you getting hot at night? Well, you know what? I do actually well, get hot okay, at night. Okay, so you're in it. Maybe, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I've turned into the ultimate male feminist. Last <laughs> night. <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I thought Here's he was, how much of a feminist I am. I am. I'm menstruating now. So, <laughs> woman, And I will stop soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last night, I was sitting at home, and uh, I was doing my taxes, and I, all of a sudden, I just got so hot. It's just so weird when that happens. You just all of a sudden are roasting. And you're like, "What is? am I about to just burst into flames? Maybe your taxes just get you hot. Oh, I fucking love oh, taxes. Man. Oh, my receipts. God. Going through receipts, doing taxes for two countries. Come on. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> well, luckily, I have a guy in Australia who did them all. And then I just have to explain to my guy here that those are done i guess <laughs> i don't know how it works i guess i go so those are done so yeah your guy here's like they have colored money <laughs> i don't work with colored money mate <laughs> we will have colored money someday in british they have windows in, Br- in british Jesus in british Christ. they have windows in canada they have windows in their in their uh money so that's that's the new thing do you guys you, you guys don't have uh we don't industry. have any windows well they have like a well that's what my son called them they yeah. have like a little see-through area right in the middle like a little a shape and a see-through part I, a that's the next hole. step a spy hole a spy hole in your so money you can look through people while through you, your money with your money yeah well that's i mean that's good at a strip club that's what you need <sighs> dude because the amount of times where you where you're throwing dollars at somebody but you can't see because you're throwing the dollars right whereas now you can hold them Right. And up to your face. We're talking about silver dollar. Or, uh, Bitcoin. Coin, yeah. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> I only go to strip clubs that take Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Nothing better than getting a girl back to the private room, slipping we, a couple of Bitcoin in a G-string. We should, we should look up Bitcoin. Bitcoin. We should see if there's a physical Bitcoin. I mean, we brought that up in the last podcast, and then we drifted into Star Wars or whatever we do. But uh, we should know. All right. Let's have a look at Bitcoin. All right, so we we are gonna be doing find out about Bitcoin. Welcome to uh, the dollop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, the dollop is gonna be doing a podcast in, uh, I think, the seventeenth in New York. Seventeenth of April, of April, April in uh, New York City. Seventeenth April, New York City. Whereabouts? Eighteenth in Chicago. Eighteenth in Chicago. Uh, the Bell House in New oh, York. What? That's a brilliant venue. The Lincoln Theater in Chicago. Oh, look at that! Uh, the actual the Lincoln Theater in Chicago. Yeah, that's where they that's where they put his body. Hang on, they put it's his body there. in a, a theater. Skeleton is yeah. They decided since that's he got killed in one, right. might as well make one his tomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. We have a weird. We have weird ideas. Weekend at Abe's. Uh, okay, Bitcoin. Weekend at Abe's. Uh, Bitcoin. You, you know the, the 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 there's a the Hollywood conservatives call themselves Friends of Abe, right? Friends of Abe. Friends of Abe. Really? Yeah. So what like a- Kelsey Grammer and John Voight and James Woods and all those guys that you know they have this big group. And Sarah <laughs> Palin just went there and spoke in front of them last week. Uh, hang on, the Friends of Abe. Friends of Abe. Kelsey Grammer, James Kahn, and not James Kahn, James Woods. Oh, James Woods. <laughs> uh, yeah, all those guys. Yeah, uh, right. Gary Sinise started it. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise is a friend of Abe. Yeah, huge conservative. Is that right? Yeah, yeah actually, that yeah. doesn't surprise me. Gary no, Sinise. not at all. That's like, all right, hang on. Uh, the Friends of Abe Incorporated, FOA, is a support and a networking group for political, politically conservative members mm. of the Hollywood elite. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're still in the Hollywood elite, though. The organization was formed mm-hmm. in 20, uh, 2004 by actor Gary Sinise. Oh. Oh. There you go. So, so Sinise started the Friends of yeah, Abe. Yeah, well, he just couldn't, he had no one to talk to. Right. Wow, Gary Sinise. Oh, huge conservative, yeah. Yeah. Um, friends of Abe is a reference to Friends of Bill, a group of political friends and donors of former President Bill Clinton. Oh, Christ. What, that's what I love, though. Doesn't just, that, <laughs> But doesn't that tell you the difference between the progressives and the conservatives? Totally. They're like Friends of Bill, who was recent. Who was there, and they're like, a guy. We're, we're Friends of Abe. Abe Vigoda? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abe. 
as of uh, was he ever called Abe? Was he honest Abe? He was honest Abe. Honest no. Abe, yeah, yeah, honest Abe. Um, Abraham Lincoln, or also murdering Abe, murdering Abe. If yeah, you're in the South. Well, I mean, depending on your perspective, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, one person's terrorist is another one's freedom fighter. As of January 2012, the organization had more than 1,800 members. Whoa. Here we go. Look at this. Holy cow. In addition to Sinise, John Voigt. Mm. Crazy. Out of his fucking mind. Insane. Uh, Kelsey Grummer. He's just... And uh, Pat Boone. Who's Pat Boone? Okay, so Pat Boone was a singer... In the 60s, and what he would do is he would take uh, uh, popular black songs or semi-popular black songs, uh, by, by black songs, I mean sung by black artists, uh-huh. and then he would sing them as a white guy, and they would become very popular. Right. So yeah, not he, black uh, songs. He wasn't singing like uh, black, yeah, ba- that back came out white. <laughs> <laughs> but songs by black artists that, that probably couldn't break through because of, we're talking late, late 50s, early 60s, so they couldn't break through because they were sung by black artists, and then he would sing them, and they'd become popular oh like uh, americans do with british movies and tv shows yeah but it works there yeah they're like you know like a, I mean, we, no, nobody will watch death in the funeral if it's not an american accent we cra- we we fucking squeezed out over a hundred episodes of the office that shouldn't have been made <laughs> <laughs> but this was the that was the equivalent he was doing that yeah uh, all right uh so pat boone uh they've all stated they're members of the organization so they're proudly friends of proudly Apple. yeah and i'm sure there's a lot of secret ones well, uh, I would say on this math, uh, there's uh, 1,793 uh, 1, secret ones. Dude, that's all it gives is those three? Yeah. Uh, in, a, in addition to Sinise, yeah, okay. Uh, well, no, so we've got four. Four on the list. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Pat Boone, John Voigt, Kelsey Grammer, uh, and, of course, Gary Sinise. I bet Victoria Jackson's one, too. Uh, screenwriter Lionel Chetwind Never heard helped of organize the group. Let's find out what Lionel Chetwind I has bet he's written. done some great movies like uh, Red Dawn and... Uh... Uh, screenwriter Lionel Chetwind. Um, uh, let's have a look. Um, Chetwind... Jesus Christ. There's Nothing? Not, there's not much on this. <laughs> um, Chetwin's diverse work, film works include feel-good productions such as the 1981 made-for-television story Miracle on Ice. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a story about an ice addict <laughs> who <laughs> saved Christmas. Right? The Miracle on Ice. It was the time Santa uh, was an ice addict. uh, Right? Uh, Yeah. How did you know? Miracle on 34th Street on ice. It's it's a, yeah. When I tell you, you're just going to nod your head. It's when America beat russia yeah in ice hockey in the olympics okay so this guy's a Scar friend of Abe? four to three of course he is because he wrote a movie about it right uh okay here we are so he's got some other things here um oh in 1988 chet wind also wrote the four-hour miniseries for a e television to heal a nation the oh, <laughs> oh oh Oh, my God. Uh, among, among his other issue-based work, he wrote the screenplay and produced Kissinger and Nixon. Um, oh, and he's done a lot of Tom Clancy stuff. There so, you yeah. go. Yeah, okay. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, here we go. In 2001, Lionel Chetwind was appointed by President George W. Bush to serve on the President's Committee on the Arts and Humanities. Oh, Jesus Christ. Doesn't he have to have some sort of artistic integrity? No, well, you're talking about a man who wrote and produced DC 9-11, Time of Crisis. <laughs> so. <laughs> this, this, I don't even know why I'm so fascinated by the title of this one. But um, he, well, he's got a couple uh, here. So Ike, would that be about uh, who's Ike? He's a president too, right? Uh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower? Okay, Ike. Um so here's a couple of the other ones he's done. I just like the sounds of these. Uh, he got an Emmy nomination for writing and producing Ike Countdown to D-Day. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Take it easy. Starring Tom Selleck. <laughs> he's definitely a friend of Abe. Uh, we Fight to Be Free is another one of his. Uh-huh. And this is... Uh, this is I don't know who Carl Foreman is. Do you know who Carl uh, Foreman no. is? Oh, uh, okay. A PBS doc... Oh, here we go. 
In a surprise to many political observers in the US, in 2002, Chetwind wrote, produced, and directed Darkness at High Manoon. 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 <laughs> It didn't make sense at the time. No, it was like it was a real play on that Spike Lee Mo Better Blues thing, and it just didn't really nail it. Darkest, darkness at high noon. They couldn't get the rights to the moon. Darkness at high noon, colon, the Carl Foreman documents, which was a PBS documentary that recounted the life and career of American Communist Party member Carl Foreman. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ, who gives a shit? There you go. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, okay, okay. I'm sure he had good things to say. He's okay, a, I have a couple more. Okay. Patricia Patricia Heaton. Okay. Do you know who that is? She's no. the she's the wife on Everybody Loves Raymond. She now has a show called In the Middle, in which I think it's called In the Middle. Uh, uh, you know, in the middle of the country is where. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the, the middle. I the middle. Yeah. The middle. And um, and she doesn't have a belly button. I think. Hang on. What? I think she had her belly button removed because she had so many tummy tucks that they eventually took it out. I might be wrong. You can look it up, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't have a belly button. I mean, we've got to look that up. This may be a deep in Wikipedia episode because I've already got three tabs open. <laughs> so, uh, Clint Eastwood is what, a member. Hang on, tell me how I spell her name. What is her name? Pat- uh, Patricia. Patricia. Heaton. H-E-A-T-O-N. Oh, yeah. Patricia Heaton. Now I'm going to um, belly button. Oh, here we go. Yep. <laughs> Well, certainly, definitely, somebody's made uh, reference to it. Uh, by the way, the friends of Abe's are big behind Trump. Oh yeah, no shit. Um, friends of Don. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, all right, close that advertisement. Uh, here we go. Her breasts, she said. Oh, this is in her own words about her surgery. Her breasts, she said, were horrifying and her stomach was a mess. I had a big ridge of scar tissue. My belly button was herniated. There was that skin that hung there. It didn't work to suck it in. It wouldn't have mattered if I'd done a thousand sit-ups. So she had a tummy tuck and yeah, she's kind of got no belly button. (laughs) Which doesn't look... There's no way that looks worse than when you look natural. I mean, you know what? I don't just I, get rid of it. I don't miss it. Really? Like sometimes I'd it be looks like, if fucked you, up. If it you looks, like, if you got rid of your nose or whatever, but like, I mean, you can still see where it was. But it looks fucked up. Was she okay? So hey, this is someone who wasn't born. Well, yes. I mean, she looks <laughs> very much like a clone, or as a conservative, maybe you know the original, you know, uh, the original woman. Well, the, shit, the belly buttons are liberal. Because, I mean, Eve wouldn't have had a belly button, right? No, Adam and Eve, neither not, of them would have had belly buttons. She would have not had, no, no so belly So it's the button. Eve look. She's a friend of Eve. She's a friend of she Eve. She goes old school. Abe's uh, not far enough back for her. She's she a friend of Eve. all the way. Cut the belly button out. Get yourself a snake. Well, there you go. So she's a conservative as well. Yep. Wow. Huge conservative. That's interesting. Okay, who else? Was there anyone else on the list that we could... Uh, Clint Eastwood I, is on the list. Oh, yeah. Well, Clint Eastwood, of course. I mean, he was talking to that chair about that stuff. That still was one. I mean, I like Clint Eastwood movies, but really... geez, like, I mean, you know, that's just an example of that you can separate somebody from their politics most yeah. of the time. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's the thing is like, I guess I'm outspoken about my politics. What am I saying? And I'm a huge celebrity. I'm a nominated... I mean, you're a WGA-nominated writer, Dave. Right. I think that's important to announce constantly. Right. I mean, I, I imagine that probably Clint Eastwood has at some stage been a WGA-nominated writer. Okay, I'm going to Google that. Now we're both just Googling shit. Welcome to this podcast. Uh, has oh, I got a huge list. Clint Eastwood. Okay, good. Um, Jerry Bruckenheimer. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Bruckheimer, sorry. No, Bruckenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Baldwin. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, all the, this makes the sense. The worst human alive. Yeah. Scott Baio? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, a huge conservative. Yeah, that doesn't surprise huge me, Huge conservative. John Ratzenberger. Cliff from Cheers. Cliff from Cheers? Oh, yeah, he's been a huge conservative for years. Is that right? Hey. But he was the people's champion. Cliff. I know, I oh, know. No, Norm was more your people's champion. Yeah, Norm was. Yeah. Kevin Sorbo. Who's Kevin Sorbo? Uh, he is Hercules. Ah, and he has some controversial opinions about. Uh, oh, it's usually gays. It's yeah, usually gays. Yeah, or abortion, maybe. Oh, could yeah, that could be Dean Kane, Superman. 
<laughs> Superman would be a Republican. Uh, John Schneider. Bo, it's Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard. Right. Jim uh, Caviezel. Oh, my man Caviezel. Yeah. Oh, is he on your show? I'm person of interest. Oh, he's on he's one of your stories. Of uh, you know what? He was. He, he played Jesus. Yep. In That'll a, do it. In a thing. Every anytime someone plays Jesus, they go. They Hang go. That but it wasn't the story of Jesus that you meant to look out for. Other. It's people the Passion who, of the Christ. It was the. It was the. Uh, oh, yeah. It was the Scorsese Jesus. No, is that the Scorsese? What was the uh, Mel Gibson Jesus? Oh yeah, but that wasn't him, was it? Or was that him? In it that wasn't one? that the Passion of the Christ. No, I don't know. Um, I think you're thinking of the. Uh, what am I thinking of? Christ the Torturer. Oh yeah, <laughs> Passion of the Christ. You're right. Was the Mel Gibson one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm sorry about that. What was the one that Jim Caviezel was in? He was in the Passion of the Christ. Oh, was he? Yeah, Christy Swanson, the original Buffy. She hasn't gotten a lot of work. Oh yeah, he was in Passion of the Christ. You're absolutely right. Bo Derek. I mean, now this, now a nine. This is not. I mean, this looks like one of those lists where they're like, where the, all these actors are like, I'm not getting invited to A-list parties. Uh, we're hitting the bottom now. Right. But where can I be the A-list of? Because it's not a these lot are of not, stars, These are, are not A-listers. They're, no. They we're clearly on the, the B, C, C list. David Zucker, who did Airplane of the Naked Gunman, Powers Booth, and Nick Searcy of the hit TV show Justified, who I, who got into a fight with me on Twitter. And I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> he kept calling me he gave, it was one of those it was one of those arguments where the guy keeps referring that you're gay and he kept talking about how he was on a hit show and then I'm gay <laughs> like that was the whole <laughs> argument <laughs> Victoria Jackson oh here we go uh, I knew there was something uh, we were close but uh, alright here we go It makes it always makes me laugh when someone Calls you gay and you're like, yeah, I don't, I could be gay. I wouldn't care. It's not an insult to me. Right. That's the difference. You think that's an insult? Yeah. You think it's an insult. It's like saying, you, you like blue. I, yes, I, I do like blue. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't I, matter. I had somebody like one day comment on me like, oh, you, your face looks like that from sucking all that dick. And I was like, I, there's nothing wrong with sucking dick. If I were a gay person, all the I time. Had, like what basically you're saying is like, you're like a. I would be fine if I were gay. Yeah. And b. If I were gay, I'd be wrapped to be sucking a lot of. Oh dick. Oh my god, I'd be sucking dick and balls and all that. I'd be all over that shit. I'm fucking suck. I'm straight, but if I was gay, sucking dick seems like it'd be fun. That would be my interest. <laughs> so you're basically saying I would be really good at my hobby. In an alternate universe, I am excellent. I am nailing being gay. <laughs> Because I can't talk because my mouth is full of cock all the time. Which I love. You know what? I've not even seen this comment because I'm too busy with my mouth full I've of cock so to be many... on Twitter. I also have a dick in each hand. Right. I can't type. I'm typing this response with dicks. <laughs> the guys let me because I'm gay and they're happy. Uh, Kevin Sorbo. Actor Kevin Sorbo. Was he, was he Hercules? Yeah, he was Hercules. So, so the, No, I'm thinking of the Beastmaster. <laughs> By the way, what a great photo that they've used on this article where wow. it looks like he's sucking off a giant imaginary <laughs> cock. <clears throat> it does. Can't talk, mouthful of imaginary But I don't cock. even, like, he's one of those guys you don't really, although you knew who he was. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, uh, speaking with Christian radio host Jerry Newcomb on Monday, uh, Sorbo discussed, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is what he said. He was talking about The Passion of the Christ, the Mel Gibson mm -hmm. film. Great film. Jim Caviezel. Really good. It's very fact-based. <laughs> Never seen it. But uh, Gibson, this is what Sorbo said, Gibson got attacked when he was shooting The Passion from the Jewish community, saying, look at the way you're portraying us. So this is what Sorbo said, right? Mm -hmm. And then he says this, news bulletin, you did kill Jesus. <laughs> Hey, newsflash, guys, you killed Jesus. So thanks for spoiling Christmas, you Jewish I fucks. I don't, like, I don't know the whole story, but didn't the Romans do it? The Romans did it, mate. So why do people always say the, the Jews The Jews did? killed Jesus. Well, I mean, I don't know either, but I mean, Jesus was Jewish. I'm sure that, I'm sure originally, that, I'm right? sure, I, I would imagine if I was uh, part of uh, a, a Jewish power structure in place at the time, 
and some hippie was walking around talking a bunch of nonsense, I would probably want him gone. But so they might have colluded with them just because of the power structure. But also, is people it, in power don't want that guy stirring shit up, right? Isn't that the way it works with hippies? But also, isn't the other the point of that whole story? If you believe in Jesus from the Bible, Jesus and the myth of Je- that, it was all had to happen. Yeah, like isn't that the whole point? He came to Earth and died for our sins, so that yeah. we could be absolved of our sins. So it's isn't okay that, that the, so it's okay that he got killed. Literally, yeah. it was a major plot point. Well, it sounds like they're upset like, and they want him to keep living. Yeah, like Jesus would still be alive now, <laughs> and you, then what you, you wouldn't be a Christian because there would have been no. There would Jesus. be no Chris. Like he needed to die. He had to. So the Jews essentially did what you needed them to do. Mate, if Batman's parents hadn't died, he'd Talk just be me. a rich billionaire. Thank you. you know what I mean? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about Batman. Batman. Of course we are. <laughs> the parents need to die. I mean, yeah, He would have just been a rich little kid that a, everyone probably hated. Right. He probably would have been awful. A terrible, spoiled psychopath because yeah. he's clearly got that in his brain. Oh, yeah. He'd, yeah, he'd been... Fi- he probably would have been killing people in his cave. He, he probably would have been a murder cave. He would have gone down to the murder cave. It would have been full of dead bats. <laughs> That's, sorry, that's what he's operating on when he's 16. And then he's like, I'm not getting the feeling out of this I need. Right. I need something better. And then he starts going around telling poor people that he can feed them. And he takes them back to his cave and he takes them apart slowly. Right. While fucking a bat. Thank you. So the reason that Batman's parents had to die was so there wouldn't be a homeless man serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In an alternate universe. Uh, and his name is, all, is still Batman. Because when they when they when they finally, when they finally bust in, they find that he has been sewing bat wings on on the homeless, and he hangs them up and down, upside down in his cave. That's why it's like hangs all the bodies. Oh man! All right, there you go. Uh, so, what got us onto this was Bitcoin, which was uh, let's find out about Bitcoin. Oh yeah, let's get to Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin is a digital asset and payment system invented by Satoshi Nakamoto. Oh, so they oh, know they know the guy. Well, I thought it, what was hang on? What was the thing about Australia involvement? Bitcoin in Australia. Well, they were just down. Didn't they just yeah. arrest a guy in Australia? Right. Why, why was that guy arrested? Now it seems like a conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, Bitcoin Australia news. There must be something here. <laughs> Welcome to idiots Google stuff. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Well, okay. First of all, what are coins? Uh, December the 9th. So uh, this is quite recent when we were recording this <laughs> podcast. Uh, Australian police have raided the Sydney home and office of a man named by technology websites as a creator of the virtual currency Bitcoin. So okay. named by, but uh-huh. he hasn't admitted it. No. Uh, federal police searched Craig Stephen Wright's properties, but said the raid was about tax, not Bitcoin. Oh, okay. well, I assume if you're using Bitcoin, you're breaking some tax laws. Mr. Wright was named by Wire and Gizmodo as the creator of Bitcoin. Uh, the founder of the currency is believed to hold about a million Bitcoins uh-huh. that are reportedly worth about 400 million at the current exchange rate. But, like... Okay, so what is Bitcoin and thank how, you, how does because, it work? What? Because it sounds like it's something you can you just make them? Like can he make them? I mean Can he sh- just sit in his little laboratory making bitcoins? I mean I can't, I kinda does he have a Bitcoin press? Right? Uh okay, what is Bitcoin and how does it work? Oh here. Oh whoa, 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 no. whoa. We don't do No. In November 1st, 2008, a man named Satoshi Nakamoto posted a research paper to an obscure cryptography listserv describing his design for a new digital currency that he called Bitcoin. That's how it started. Well, this doesn't sound like this other fellow, though. Is that Craig? Well, this is what I had. This is what Wired says. All right. And Wired is the place you go for all information. But this is a... this looks like uh, from five years ago. So maybe... maybe uh, They've updated it. Yeah, maybe a lot of things have changed. Okay. Um, does it say actually what it is, though? How it actually works? The idea of digital money, convenient and untraceable, liberated... No, it just says... It just says what... It, he created a... It's a digital currency, but I don't understand people, what that people means. People have told me to do a, uh, a dollar bonnet because it's insane, is what I've I've heard, is that it's just this... 
almost fictional nonsense. But I could be wrong. You know, you know, legitimate businesses take bitcoins now. Rand Paul is taking uh, donations oh, to his candidacy. Of course he is. Bitcoin. Holy shit! I'm also going to pay him in unicorns if I get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so they've been trying to create a digital currency for ages, right? They tried to create eCash, but it failed. Remember eCash? Uh, Bitgold, RPOW, B-Money. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? I loved his album, B-Money. That was a good... Uh, I guarantee you there's a guy called B-Money. Yeah, B-Money. Raps. How can there not be a guy called B-Money? Well, let's Google in this Google episode. <laughs> Hello to anyone from the NSA who's looking at my metadata of like, look, we don't think he's a terrorist, but what the fuck is he Googling? He's Bitcoin... The oh dark web. If you somehow members got, of secret Republican organizations. If you somehow got caught up in some terrorist attack and they thought you were one of them and they went to your computer, they would, it would be without a doubt, think you were a terrorist. Uh, there is a rapper called B Money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and his hit song was B with Money. Users willing to devote CPU power to running a special piece of software would be called miners and would form a network to maintain the blockchain for collectivity. And they would also generate new currency. It's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. I don't understand how it works. It's crazy. Isn't it just some secret internet? Like, isn't it just... I mean, it's just online money that isn't right. taxed or charged or... And can go up and down in value. Well, prostitutes are starting to use it a lot now oh, in the really? States because... So what happens in the States is like, say, Craigslist was shut down because uh, people against prostitution uh, got the credit card companies to no longer uh, allow Craigslist to use credit cards until they got rid of prostitution. So they did, and now there's another... Dutch owned paper where most of the prostitutes uh, advertise and uh, and it uh, uses Bitcoin a lot. So now they're trying to figure out a way to shut that down because they were getting pressure to the same thing to not take uh, Visa and Mastercard and stuff. And so they've they've been switching to Bitcoin. Well, all I all I hear is we should start a business where we can advertise prostitutes. That's all I'm hearing too. <laughs> Clearly, people, prostitutes want to advertise and people want to know where prostitutes are and what their services are. And I feel like someone needs to provide that service. I yeah, I mean, we're not going to. Hang on, I looked up the TOEFOP website the other day and it seems to just be mostly prostitute advertisements now. Is that? It's all sex workers. The whole thing is sex workers. Is your Patreon only in Bitcoin now? What I'm sorry. It? Have you seen the way Charlie looks? He is now a high. That's a good point. High priced escort. Yeah, we should. If it ever goes badly, we're going right. to put Charlie into. He's married now, though. He did get married. I couldn't yeah. figure out if that was true. Yeah, he got married. Where did they get married? Uh, they got married over here, actually. They oh. would have been staying here, I suppose, when they got married. I guess that's why I wasn't invited. <gasps> we were supposed to get together with them for dinner. <sighs> and he uh, bailed and apparently got married. Yeah, anyway, not... Uh, this is awkward. Ooh, this is really... This is I mean, not awkward. for me or for you. Neither of us were there, so... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, no, I really it, it, it feels like the sort of thing that we'll need to go into. Finding. I mean, it's really stupid. All right, let's. But pause. I know there's gonna be people who are mad at me now because they love bitcoins. Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing: why don't those people tell us what Bitcoin is, rather than us trying to? I mean, they're right? only they're only going to get more mad at us as we try to grasp around as we sit like an, on a podcast i mean we are essentially an infinite number of monkeys trying to write shakespeare right now <laughs> like we're just thinking if we bash the keyboard enough maybe the answers will come up they have not we found out a lot of other things on the way intellectually. we have we have, certainly have i know about the friends of abe but uh here we go um all right here, one more thing that i have bookmarked here uh, which just came up when i was googling things uh 21 questions america has for australia oh jesus here we go uh you know we have a tree here in america that uh if you i'm not sure if if you stay near it a long time or, or sit near it 
but it starts to cause you incredible pain. And the American Indians used to tie people to it as a torture. So we have some stuff over here that's very Australian-like. Hang on, what? We have a poisonous tree that that hurts you if you tie someone to it. If you tie someone to the tree, yeah, it hurts you. Yeah, it causes pain. Well, you guys have a bush in Australia that uh, if you touch it, it, it's called the suicide bush because it causes people to kill themselves because it causes a lifetime of pain. It's like uh, mustard gas, but it's in plant form. I shouldn't be allowed to talk. <laughs> Now, granted, these are all things I picked up from headlines. Why is your money so colorful? This is uh, questions asked by T- Tanner Greenring. Who asked that? Because of counterfeiting. Who asked that? Why isn't our money counter colorful? Because it's so easy to fucking counterfeit. A, it should be colorful so it can't be counterfeited. Like it's a, pretty. Be that plastic or whatever it is that ours is named after so you can put it in your pocket when you do your laundry and your money still comes out the other side. Uh, secondly, what? you can... Well, if you ever put like a dollar in your pa- like you leave money in your pants, yeah, you can put it through the washer and dryer and it comes out the other side and it's still money, mate. Because it's not your fucking fancy American paper money. Well, that's why I use bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, you can tell the difference between it really easily. Well, that yeah, that is true. Oh, the purple one's five dollars. <laughs> The amount of times that I spend in a line, like the amount of like frustration you would save yourself as a country in a line at Starbucks while someone's flipping through their wallet trying to find out which ones are ones and twos. Yeah, and- but we'd go down there and do that with all your fucking coins. Could you have more coins? No, I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Get rid of the fucking coins. Uh, why is your money so colorful? Okay. Uh, why is it made out of plastic? All right. Yeah, whatever. Fucking yeah, Whatever. Why have you led with that, by the way, BuzzFeed? There's Why? two questions about Australia. Because, first of all... They're really obviously answered questions. I know, Because you're... it's an advancement in technology. Well, no, we're Why the fuck aren't yours? We're asking you why your money is, is so stupid. Uh, third one's about money as well. Typical oh, America. Jesus. Three fucking oh questions. God. And, and also, they're all about the money. fourth one's going to be about guns. Uh, did you really put kangaroos on your coins? I got to go. Yes. Why wouldn't they? It's our national animal. It's distinctive to our country. Jesus Christ. Did you guys really put an animal on your... Benjamin Franklin wanted to put an animal on money. I mean, that's fucking a thing. Canada put a fucking leaf on their flag. We can't put a fucking kangaroo on a dollar coin. It's just a giant red leaf. The coin's on the other side, and she doesn't even live in our country. the flag? Of the of the of the flag, that's what that's what. There's not much technology of in the world. Reversible flags. Why don't they have reversible flags? They should. That's what Australia should do. Because well, no, not- wait. All flags are reversible. Why don't they have non-reversible flags? Oh, so they're the same both sides. Yeah, you want it different on both sides. Yeah, but as in like, is it the opposite reflection of the? Oh no, yeah. If that's it's a- reversible, it's both both sides of the same thing. Or are you talking inside out? Are you talking about inside out flags? I don't know. I think I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking Are about, you saying that on one side you want a picture of something and on the other side you want a picture of something else? Yes. Or like, are you talking like about coin. are you talking about a, a flag that's like a pillowcase that you can flip it inside out and then fly something else? Both. <laughs> Why limit it ourselves? I would say. They both seem like fucking awesome options. Okay, so on one side, I want the stars and stripes. Yeah. On the other side, I want a horse. On the inside, I want a fucking hot-ass speedboat. Right, America. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Um, all right. Uh, you put food... Oh, oh, hang on. So you eat... This is a racist list. This seems very racist. Hang on. You eat kangaroos? So you put your food on your currency? Why are you so upset about what Dude, we put so, in our currency? Who gives a shit? What, I, can't, I never fucking understand this. Who fucking cares what you eat? The people get so weirded out by, oh, it's a cute animal, we don't eat it. We fucking eat the chickens who are cool little fellas. Like, come on. Yeah, I like, they, a, I like a chicken. Yeah, chickens are fucking nice little Apparently, guys. pigs are great as pets. And yet yeah, pig, we do. We have, we have pig pets all over the fucking place. And you're eating pigs. Right. Like, what's what are we talking about right now? I mean, that is a weird thing, isn't it? Like, because people get so upset when people eat dogs. And by the way, me too. I'm not like... I'm not advocating for but, but I, I also I don't, don't get mad at you because you eat a dog have you ever seen a pack of dogs that's no fucking treat <laughs> no you're right uh, did I make a good point uh, is anything available in your country what does uh, that mean 
Uh, what does that mean? This is just a this is this list is called let's upset Will Anderson. With, I mean, with twenty different questions. I think this one's actually pretty. It's it's a screenshot that they put on here of all it, the like you can't download the Daily Show, you can't download Netflix, you can't download. Oh, this is just someone who went there and got mad. Yes, <laughs> this is exactly what it is. It's like I went to your country and was just mad about stuff. Um. All right. How much bagged wine do you people drink? I don't know. What, what does that mean, bagged wine? Do you not have bagged wine here? Wine what, it's a wine in a bag? In a bag. Instead yeah. of like a bottle? Instead of a bottle, yeah. In like a we, silver... Oh, yeah. Like, we had that for a while, but we yeah. called it box because it would be in a box. The, oh, the box would be around the bag. Yeah. Yeah, the bag we, is inside. I, I don't know if we still have boxed wine, but we had boxed wine. We would call it the goon bag in Australia, and you would then inflate it. You'd drink the goon wine because sure. that was the cheap wine. Mm-hmm. You'd drink it in the park because you were underage. Right. And then you would uh, inflate because what you could then do is blow air yeah. into that lining using the same funnel system that it came out and inflate that and that would make a handy uh, pillow. Man, you Just guys... have a little uh, nap in a park in your goon bag. You guys had a lot of fun. Also, uh, we used to play a thing. I can't remember what the name of it was, but you put it on your, your heels ho- ho- hoist uh, clothesline, you know, your spin around clothesline, sure. uh, and you put the goon bag on the corner. You attach it on the corner mm-hmm. out of the box yeah. now and it spins around and you'll stand around the hills hoist, and then kind of who spin the bottle style, I guess. Whoever it like lands on, you have to skull from the from the goon bag. Huh. We like drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just opened up a lot of new questions about Australia. Have you ever made it through a sentence without swearing? Yeah, this is just someone who's come. This around. guy, this, no, I mean, this guy's seriously. a cut. Let me be honest. But oh, well, here's what I love though: is uh, he, the the photo is pretty funny that they've attached to this. It's just like a toilet that someone's had to gaffer tape up the drawer of the toilet, and then the sign on it says "shit is fucked, cunts." So I mean, you know, yeah, that, we did that is sweary. It <laughs> is a bit sweary. Uh, oh, Celsius, I love that. Oh, come on, we're the only fucking country that doesn't use it. Shut up, it's embarrassing. I mean, that's really it's seriously that uh, that we do our dates wrong in the fucking metric system. Fuck off, you can't make fun of anybody for that. You don't let them make fun of any of those. No, you don't let them make fun of us for using. Like you're the a only simpler, one. Simpler, better system. Well, a, a system that you use in so other many areas of your life. Like, it's not like you're not using decimal at all in America. Right. Like, there's just... No, no, we're just going to stick in miles. Right? It's like, uh, all right. I mean, yeah, if you want to. I guess. But you do use... Like, your dollar is is hey, decimal. You know what I mean? You know that, that, like, it's a, a unit of, like... Well, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> You know, we need. You're used to doing the maths already. You know, the dollar's out of 100, right? It's not like. I don't know. I it's can't. not like 82 cents or whatever the fuck. Like. I mean, I can't vouch for what you're talking about right now, but what I would say is that I, we, I've always wanted a system that when we go to other countries, we can be confused because that seems important. I mean, that's, that's why you don't travel because it's everything's so weird. Well, we don't travel because we don't like to leave our guns. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, Celsius. Yeah, you can't fucking complain about Celsius. It was like the woman the other day um, uh, who uh, I was doing radio in Denver and she was very lovely. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about my accent mm-hmm. and she was like, so can you just uh, not do that accent at any time and just like... What does that mean? That's how. You, that's you. And I was like, you know, this is like not a voice I put on. <laughs> what is that? Can you just not do that? Hey, can you just not be Australian for yeah. a little bit? like... Like, like the American accent is the natural accent. That is. I mean, I hate to break it to you, but this is when people sing, they sound American. You fuckers don't even all sound the same. Go from state to state and you all sound like you're from fucking different shires in The Hobbit. Like people, like in this country, from one end of the country to yeah. the other, people sound yeah. like they are in completely different places. Oh, totally. Uh, That's great. Celsius pharmacies yeah or whatever pharmacies if it's a different name yeah um oh god this is just terrible um uh why are your large pizzas the size of our personal pizzas because they're not (laughs) fat pigs what are you fucking talking about because they're not animals. They can have a decent-sized portion and not be like, you didn't get in the pizza. I hate America. <laughs> oh, man. 
Okay, I've got to stop fucking just, reading this because it's making me... Uh, we're just the worst country. It's making me really angry. We do everything wrong. No, that's not true. You do. I mean, I've joined. I've jumped on board. And you're on board. You're back there a lot. Yeah. You got a toe in. Yeah, well, I'm over here a bit. Like, you know, I'm so... There's got to be some shit going for it. There's some great things about America. Mm-hmm. Get to... I mean, I got to watch Survivor Live last night. <laughs> Australia, I would have had to avoid spoilers for like twenty four hours, but I had yeah. to. I only had to avoid I didn't them for. No, it was still on. Three, Survivor. Yeah. Oh, Dave, it is. I tried it one season. I just. You couldn't. know what? It's it was the season the guy fell into the fire. That was the one. I ah, yeah. Well, that's early. It's it's so much better now. <laughs> it's just it's not. It's such a good show. It's and not. It just gets better and better. I don't know if there's ever been a show that's been on for so long. That every season they do, I think, is is better than last season. Well, mash. They had and mash. <laughs> this is a mash. Um, this season they had it was essentially a second chance season. So every single person had been on the show before, and they had all been voted oh. in by fans of the show. So oh, it was like fan favorites. Yeah, it was a fan favorites, but none of them had ever won. Oh, so boy. they've all gone in with this bit of history of. Like yeah. when they fucked it up along the way and they yeah. all carried that baggage in. But they're all also professional players and like the, you know, so it was like the craziest, like never in the game has from week to, like I, I think every, like literally at Tribal Council, it was nothing but fucking blindsides. It was just like the craziest play that yeah. you've ever seen in your entire life. It was the best. I loved do you, it. Do you know what I'm hearing right now? Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, totally. blah, 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 just, blah, blah, blah. Like you've, like just straight up peanuts. <laughs> just... The adults and peanuts. Jeff Probst still. Uh, looks, He's still the host. Still looks pretty good. You know how much money that guy's made? A lot. And then he upgraded. Probst did. Yeah, I believe so. Has Probst got a finger in? I believe Survivor? he's got a finger in that shit. Man, like he, if he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he still looks good too. So whatever he's spending the money on, oh, he doesn't like, age. He, yeah, he's one of those guys. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, that show's been on for forty-five years now. <laughs> <laughs> he's the true survivor. <laughs> But it's it started in like two thousand, right? Close yeah. But I was thinking the other night that like this season, two people nearly died. Like, oh well, that's what it should be. Well, I mean, let's be honest; people should die on it. But this is why the, are we not there? Well, I, I, I don't feel we're far away. Really? Yeah. Like, how are you going to feel about the show then? Well, that's when I feel like. But this is the whole point. We're crossing over. It's like it's the Running Man. It's are, the Hunger yeah. Games. I mean, you know, like they promoted in the next season. You know, and they showed three people going off in ambulances, and you're like, "Yeah, this is what people." Oh my want. god, seriously! So you know that, like, no people don't want that. Yeah, they do. Apparently, no, the animals want that. That's not something that should be rewarded. That's right. just because people. It's, some people want it, but not everyone wants to see anybody die, right? Well, uh, I we mean, can't go there. I feel like that's if it's they not- had remade Rollerball and it had been a good remake, I would be with you. I mean, I, I just don't feel we're far away from it than some than us watching. Like someone compete because UFC could kill someone easily, easily, right? You can't tell me that someone can't die like on the UFC on television. Oh no, someone's going to die in UFC. Yeah, right. Well, but people have died in boxing, so of course they'll die in UFC. I, I don't think it'll be. Uh, it, it, no one will care. Right. But television is different. You're watching a thing that's you're all pretending is not. Y'all pretending it's real, but it's completely, you know, fabricated nonsense. So if someone dies, like when that guy fell into the fire, that was a big deal. Everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? The guy fell into the fire and his skin was like coming off and it was a bummer. It was a bummer to watch. Right. So if that guy had fallen into the fire and and a a stick had gone through his eye and he died and he was just sitting there cooking, I don't know if the show would have gone on. Cook, mm. cook people. Let's think about cook people right now. So you're watching Survivor and yeah. a guy dies and uh-huh. he's just sitting there slowly roasting. Uh-huh. And they haven't eaten for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you keep watching it. Because I, mean, I used to watch yeah. the Housewives of Beverly Hills and then I watched the Housewives of New Jersey and they all got into a fight at the end and I was like, I can't watch reality television anymore. Because they got into like a fist fight. A bunch of ladies. I mean, you can't, I know what you mean. I often think about this it about feels like sickening. Yeah, and I do think about this about like uh, sports or or whatever, where you're like, 
football. Well, yeah. Like if, yeah. I mean, a, di- a guy played, died playing cricket like last year, but it wasn't because, I mean, it was just an I, accident. I, yeah, I saw you and tweet I that. I read about it and that just yeah. sounded like an accident. Like, accidents accident. are going to happen in yeah. sports, but football is meant, is basically the way they played. You get, you get to have brain damage at the right. end. Like that's your reward. I mean, it's a really brutal, but there's that Will Smith movie that's coming out about it, right? Concussion. And we'll see if that changes. It's a fucking funny weird name for a film. concussion. I just don't know why I find that weird, but like every time I see the the poster for it, concussion. Yeah, you're like I would because it. it kind of sounds like it's like concussion. You can imagine people going, "Yeah, it's called concussion," but at the same time, it's kind of just sounds like WebMD. It's I, like, you know, <laughs> it's like, I wonder how many names they came up with. I bet they first thought concussed. I would have gone with head case. Head case. <laughs> The head case? Al Brainy Hurt. <laughs> Will Smith in Al Brainy Hurt. Wow, that's weird. That's a Brainy Hurt. Yep. Uh, that movie, yeah, look, football's not going to exist in 20 years. I hate to break that to everybody. Do you think, or do you think that it's just such a big thing now that it doesn't matter? I mean, obviously with this concussion stuff, they're trying to get it in front of it all because... Like there is that kind of thing of going, well, this game could be over, but people don't want it to be over and people want it well, to be no, violent. Of course they don't, but they also are losing 10% of students a year in high school uh, are joint, joining other sports and not playing football. And 15% die. So. And 15% die. It's a, you're right down. You're not 25%. Uh, no, insurance. Right. At the end of the day, everything in America is run by insurance and they won't be able to insure the sport. Well, I mean, that is the problem, right? Yeah. Like, because at the highest level, they might be able to insure it, but at yeah. those lower levels, yeah, you just where can't. they learn how to play, right. they won't. And maybe they'll form and no privately. Mums, no mum's going to let their, you know, little kid go. Well, and play. fuck, I would say that, but then this kid was on my baseball team, and and his mom, the he, the kid plays football, and I was like, I was like, really? And she goes, I know, but I we just love football in my family, and I'm like, I know, but he brain damage. Like, what about that? I knew a kid that got paralyzed in high school. Paralyzed in high school. Playing football? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you're going to make an omelet, Dave. You're going to break a few eggs. <laughs> the slogan of the NFL. So many kids are permanently fucked up or, or killed a year playing football. It's well, ridiculous. I mean, that's what it seems to me because it yeah. seems like such a vi- – like I mean, the whole point of the sport it's is, viol- yeah. is violence. But America's insane. I mean, it just all goes back to that we're totally cool with violence. We're just super cool with it. And our kids are, we're like, like, yeah, go smash Timmy. Like, it's fucking nuts. Well, I mean, I guess that's like, it's interesting though, because it's so ingrained in the culture of, you know, but America has been, you, you watched it at the debates the other night and everyone has an opinion on, you know, where America is going to go to war next and how we're going to, and I was like, oh, that's right. Cause if you're an American, you grow up believing you are the world's police. Yes. Right. You know, that it is your like job. There was, there was part of me that was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. All these like, no, it's crazy. But of course, but that comes with being America, at least to a certain extent, is you, you do have the largest military force in the world. Yes. Like, you know, the way they were talking about the military and like the... Wait, they, they asked a question about how they would feel about killing babies and they were on stage talking about how they would kill babies. Right. It was fucking insane. Yeah. Like that happened. Yeah. But not they, on a TV show, like on an actual. But they would not sell those baby parts out of their no, plan well, parenthood. Oh my God, you so can't do that. The, you can't do that because that's immoral. That's the good news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to go and pick up some baby parts after we're done with our bombing, then that's up to you. But Well, the thing about the way we kill babies is we blow them into so many parts you can't use the organs. Like, because God wouldn't want that. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, but th- that violence america was forged a bit through violence and the reason it became such a big country has been through violence so violence is ingrained in you know the mythology of the country so that is why i i got asked on radio i did like you know um uh, talk radio in denver when i was promoting my shows and the woman who was like the talk radio host they said to me beforehand they said look it's a conservative you know talk radio host and but she loves comedy and she's good fun she won't like you know but she asked me all about, you know, what I thought about guns and Trump yeah. and I, you know, like, and she was clearly pro-guns and those sort of things. And what'd you say? Well, I said to her what I 
you know, well, I mean, the gist of what I said to her was very simple, which is what I believe. I said, is Australia a better country because we got rid of our guns? Yes. Unreservedly, without a single doubt. Yeah. Something terrible happened and we saw that it was an issue and we got rid of the guns. And since then, you can just look at the scoreboard. Yeah. Like every statistic you show, yes, there's some, you know, flow on problems. It's always going to be with things like that. But the amount of people killed, it's like, you just can't argue with it. No, you can't. But also, we but did she argue with it? No, no, no. But, that, but <laughs> no. But what I said to her, I said that oh. first. I said, "You cannot argue with that. That is just a fact." Mm-hmm. I said, "Does that apply directly in a comparison to America?" Of course not. Right. It doesn't because a like in Australia, even though there was some people with guns, they're not ingrained as part of our natural national character or part of our national culture. We don't have that relationship with guns that you guys have. When we rounded up the guns, yeah, there were some people mad, but it was really just Barry and Alan and Greg. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like every single sensible person. It was like the sort of people who love guns were mad about it. Yeah. But, but everyone else was like, yeah, no, this seems like a good idea. Yeah. Even if I do kind of like guns. Heaps of people got killed, so yeah. I guess I just like. Guess I could not do that. Could not do that. I'll just like yeah. something else that I, doesn't kill yeah. heaps of people. Yeah. So America has a very different relationship with guns, and there are clearly a lot more guns here. So the uh, idea that you could just simply do what we did in Australia, I well, mean, it isn't could. the same. It would be, but it would much just be a difficult. much bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would be much it. more difficult. It'd be easy to do. Just say automatic weapons are illegal now. Right. I think in America. And then Ameri- people always say, well, that means that the people have guns are criminals, then. And you go, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, have to give yeah, them yeah. up. Or then that's actually how laws work. Yeah. Well, the, uh, you'd, you'd have to do a buyback. Yeah. You, you make them illegal and then you do a buyback. Yeah. That's right. And I mean, it'll cost a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And that's what you would actually do. I mean, the way to do it is you, you pay full brand new value for any Anyone. secondhand gun. Yeah. Like literally, you say, this is what we're going to give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're making these things illegal. But if you come and hand them in, you yeah, get like good. full, mo- like yeah. you know, full money back. Yeah, and you know what? You're going to get a lot of them out of the way straight away, right. just on that. Oh, completely, one hundred percent. Then you can start dealing with the fact that the people who haven't brought them back or have buried them or have well, like yeah, whatever, then they get to but, go to jail when they get caught. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, buried them. I never thought about that. A lot of them would bury them, wouldn't they? Oh yeah, that's all they do. Guns, bury guns. Yeah, bury guns. Yeah, yeah, we would bury guns. I mean, there's no way out of this. We're just going to kill each other. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? It's like, it's hard to know what's going to happen. Because uh, I, I noticed when I was in uh, Denver, there's a lot of uh, preppers. What, and I real Oh, I, a lot of preppers yeah, there, yeah. And I feel like that's what people are, you know, like people are starting to go when the shit goes down. And they're talking kind of about like the end of the world, yeah. but they're not really. Right. It's their response to what they see happening in America, which is yeah. like, they're like, hang on. This is going to get Wild West again. I need to bury some guns in a cabin no, no one can find, you know? That's Fox News, though. That's the Those are the people. They watch right. that and they think it's all coming to an end. Whereas it's not really. No, it's the same as it's always been. Right. It's all fine. There are people that think an EMP is going to go off. A lot of them. I mean... You never fucking know what's going to happen. because, Particularly in America, because you are a bigger target. Like, you know, and if you, if Russia or China or, um, you know, ISIS. Well, if they want to go to war with us, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, then, then it's a fucking throwdown. Yeah. And you guys are not, you know, like if one of those guys, you know, like it's Creed, you know, like Russia or Creed, they've just been working Yeah, they are, yeah. You know, kind of coming back and, uh, you know, you guys are the wobbly champ a bit. And if somebody else wanted to take a shot, now's a pretty fucking good time to take a shot. Oh, it's a great time to take a shot. Uh, Yeah, we... So, totally. I mean, I can understand that point of view, but I don't think that the behavior and the way that you're going with it is helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's we not... both identified the same problem. I just feel like your, your cure to this problem is like, well, I'll chop off my leg. What? That doesn't seem No, good. it's completely bad. We're going to chop shit. off my leg and replace it with a gun. We're batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be great to have a gun leg? A gun leg. There you go. I think we'll look back at this time in 100 years as the second darkest time, uh, second to slavery. I mean, to be honest, I feel like it's optimistic that you think we can look back on this time in 100 years. <laughs> I felt like this has got a little bit depressed and dark at the end, but the idea that you think that there's even going to be 100 years from now, anything what? left to look back on, I feel is very, I mean, that fills me with a little of optimism. <sighs> 
Okay. You don't think the whole thing is going to be over in a hundred years? I reckon a hundred years. Is no, well, I left. think that America will still be here because we'll be murdering other places to get their stuff. But um, at the end of the day, we have all the, we have most of the shooty things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it'll be like a hundred years from now. It'll be like China presents the United States of America. Well, I mean, that's possible. But look, in a hundred years from now, a ton of countries will be gone because yeah, of that's global true. warming. Yeah. A ton of people will be dead, like billions of people will have died off, and yep. it'll be a it'll be a leaner, cleaner fighting machine. <laughs> <laughs> and Americans will still be fat somehow. <laughs> we'll have maintained a cheese diet of some sort. Hundred percent cheese diet. Hundred percent cheese diet. We're like uh, in the movie Wally, except it's a warship, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's still fat. Everyone in America will be just eating some paste made out of <laughs> cheese in a can and corn syrup. It's just Velveeta. Right. <laughs> There's just a giant Velveeta machine on the bottom of the ship, just cranking out Velveeta, and we all just walk around with uh, with a, a gun in a holster and a gun around our an automatic rifle around our back. Just eating Velveeta out of cans. <laughs> <laughs> and we just go, we won, didn't we? When you were about to die, you sprayed the cheese on your face like in Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of yelling, Valhalla, we yell, Trump! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the friends of Don who now run America in some dystopian and future Mad Max situation spraying... <laughs> Still in their old petrol cars. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Driving around, spraying cheese on their face. All right. Oh, uh, God, it's true. Dave, I think we went a little crazy in that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm full of drugs. I um, Even more so than usual uh, because of my bad back. So uh, tell people. Uh, oh, well, we have a Patreon. Uh, if you could support that, that'd be awesome. Uh, you can find that P-A-T-R-E-O-N, uh, patreon.com slash TOFOP, T-O-F-O-P. Uh, uh, and check that out. I am on tour. Uh, my new show, Fire at Will, uh, is already on sale in Adelaide, Brisbane, and Melbourne. Um, uh, Sydney. And Sydney will be April 7 at the Opera House, uh, Concert Hall at the Opera House, not on sale until the new year, but uh, that's when it'll be if you want to keep that night free. And uh, Perth is the first week of May, I think, if you want to keep uh, that free, and I'll release the dates uh, when I have them. Oh, Hong Kong. Uh, January, I'll be in Hong Kong for the Artabelli Festival. That's cool. Uh, uh, tickets still available. It's their first year. I had some friends go over, uh, uh, Dave Thornton and Tommy Little and uh-huh. I think Judith and a few others. Oh, yeah, I saw them. I went saw over. Instagram pictures. They had a good time, yeah. but apparently uh, the shows weren't packed full. So They weren't? If you know, so, oh, it's their first year doing this festival and, you know, yeah. I think it's still just finding its uh, feet. So if you know anyone in Hong Kong or if you have friends in Hong Kong or if you know Aussies over there or whatever and you want to send them to the show. I know nothing about Hong Kong. Me neither, really. Oh, I've been reading a little bit since. Um, you know, obviously now that I'm going, yeah, uh, it's right near Macau. Is there still, a- uh, which is a gambling right. island? Right. And a friend of mine uh, runs the entertainment at a oh. cas- a casino over there called Studio City, which is James Packer, who's an Australian billionaire. His casino, uh-huh. um, and uh, it's based like on Hollywood. And they just made the most expensive ad of all time, which was a seventy-three million dollar short film. What? Uh, yes. What? Yes. Um, so they made this like 10 minute short film because you can't advertising, uh, advertise gambling in China, right? So, so they, they found made, a way around it. Yeah. So they made this short film about a casino. It cost $73 million, right? Because uh, in the film, Martin Scorsese, uh, right? What? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Brad Pitt. What? Uh, Robert De Niro. Um, am I missing somebody? Anyway, yeah. So uh, Leonardo De Niro... Scorsese uh, and Brad Pitt, yeah, are in this movie. Is it out yet? Uh, well, you can only kind of find it, uh, like, it, it's, you know, so it's been, I don't know, maybe there's a version of it. should be online, around. right? It's called The Audition, and this is the plot of it. Um, Scorsese, it turns out that uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio end up going for the same part what? in this Martin Scorsese movie, Come right? Come on. And so that's the plot. Okay, they're Around very the casino. different people. Right, and then here's the big One's twist at the 80. end. I don't want to 
I don't want to like uh, really? ru- ruin the twist at Are the you end. Sure? But here's the twist at the end. Brad Pitt gets the part. What? Who would have thought the other famous person in it gets it? That's crazy. Most of it was on their fees, but like, uh, yeah, $73 million. Oh, yeah, sure. Almost all. And then $10 million each or something they have rumored for like like, 10 minutes. Yeah, for like no time at all. Like a day. I bet it's a day. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. To be a fucking Hollywood celebrity. Uh, But anyway, they have this 3D Batman adventure ride thing, which looks amazing. Oh. So I'm going to go over and do that. Of course you (laughs) are. I love how it, all of that led to Batman. <laughs> I was watching The Amazing Race and uh, they did, um, on one of the legs of The Amazing Race, they did a trip from um, uh, Hong Kong to Macau on the uh-huh. ferry. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's doable. How long does that take? Mm, about 30 minutes on the ferry, apparently. Oh. So, um, yeah. Well, according to The Amazing Race, I mean, they're in a rush on that. Sure, sure. I mean, it's, I reckon it'd take us the same amount of time once we're on the ferry. I yep. mean, that, they would have got there more urgently because they're in an yeah, amazing race. Yeah, well, they, race, they but, are in an amazing race. But once you're actually on the ferry. Like, how do you how do you get there quicker? I mean, you're on a ferry, so you could just you walk over to the captain and go, hey, pick it up a little bit. Yeah, just stay. Hey, I'm on an amazing race. I'll give you a... Huh? You like Australian dollars? Like, you want the extra different fiber? Yeah. Like, how about this purple one? I don't know what it means. Yeah, I don't know much about Hong Kong and I don't know much about that part of the world, but I'm looking forward to still, finding out. Still a lot of British people there? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking, I'm not speaking in a different language. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I imagine it's going to be a festival mostly for expats, although I assume a whole bunch of people over there speak English and stuff as well. But yeah. uh, apparently the food's amazing. The city's really amazing. That's what I've heard. Uh, apparently the Disneyland is kind of oh my shitty God. and poor. Which, Come on. So I'm definitely going to that. <laughs> it's like Banksy's. Yeah. Uh, one, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. A shitty rundown Disneyland is fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of... But if anyone has any Hong Kong tips, if if anyone's been and wants to recommend anything, I'm, I'm open to suggestions of things oh, to I'd, do in Hong Kong. I'd get the orange chicken. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super racist. Uh, all right, so that's all my stuff. What about you, Dave? Where can people... Uh, I assume this is going to come out maybe like, you know, in a week and a half or something. Like that. Uh, week and a half. So on uh, January 24th, I will be in uh, San Francisco with Greg Barrett doing a live walk in the room on uh, January 31st. I'll be here at the uh, LA uh, Riot Festival uh, doing a live dollop with uh, Gareth Reynolds and Patton Oswalt. And then uh, I guess I can announce it. April seventeenth, uh, we'll be in uh, Chicago at uh, the Lincoln Theater, and April eighteenth, we'll be in New York at the Bell House doing live dollops. Very exciting. Hmm. Very exciting. It is, isn't it? It is indeed. And you also have a Patreon page if people want to support. I that. do, and we love supporters. Then we cannot do ads. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. We have. Cool. I have a magic number in my head, and if we hit it, I won't do ads. I've got a number in my head too, but it's 69. I'm very, <laughs> yeah. I'm very juvenile. I got nine, nine in my head. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave, um, could you uh, sign off for us, please? Faux Farica. <laughs>